Welcome back to another episode of Fire in the Madhouse. I am your host, Gentry Petzold, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in today and giving me your time and attention. It really means a lot to me, and uh, I hope that you get some kind of value out of today's episode. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to ask of you a couple of huge favors, which would mean a lot to me. Number one, if you could please share this, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, if you could please share this, text it to one of your friends, I would really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, if you could please comment, share, and no matter how you're listening to this podcast, if you could please subscribe, like it, comment, rate it, five stars if it's worthy of that. The next thing I'm going to invite you to do is that if you could please join me at my website at gentrypetzel.com, fill out the form for the newsletter, sign up for a workshop. I think you're really going to like what we're doing there. Um, And the community of people is spectacular. Uh, So I would really like to have you guys participating. The third and final thing that I'm going to invite you to do is that if you have any questions that you would like for me to address, or if you would like to participate in a future episode, you can actually text me on my cell phone, and that is 808-430-1688. That is area code 808-430-1688. Shoot me a message about a question or a topic that you would like for me to address. If you would like for me to go deeper into explanation from a previous episode, I would be glad to do so. I just want to be able to engage with you guys as much as possible. I would really like to have you participate. So if that sounds of interest to you, hit me up. All right, so I want to jump right into today's episode. Uh, I feel like we've got an excellent episode. I feel like this is applicable to a lot of people. Uh, One of the things that I really, really love about being a coach and about speaking and about people knowing and feeling comfortable enough to feel like they can open up to me is the conversations go really, really deep, really, really quick. And my wife and I have been, uh, we've moved, for those of you that don't know, we have moved back to Texas and we have been networking with people that we really love and we've been really inspired by. And it has been a really incredible experience for us because we are around other families that are very like-minded and kind of pursuing a very similar path that we're pursuing. And that's been a very comforting Uh, experience for us just being in a new environment it's awkward like it's really really awkward and so uh, the awkwardness has been kind of gone and it's been fantastic but something interesting came up this past weekend when a bunch of families got together with their kids and we were all talking the wives and the husbands were all talking and we noticed that all of the men in this little group of people that were meeting were either starting a new business, closing down their old business, got terminated from their jobs, or were about to quit from their jobs. And I wanted to share with you what I shared with this group of men because I felt like it was really important. And I hope that it kind of puts things into perspective because when I stumbled upon this a little over a year ago, it really helped me kind of put things at ease in my own mind because my ego is really like spiraling of fear in survival mode because I had a business in Hawaii. I had a team of people that I really wanted to make sure were taken care of. I wanted to make sure that my family was safe and protected. You know, this pandemic really throttled a lot of people. At the very beginning of this pandemic, it started becoming very clear to me that there was 
a change and a shift that was about to happen in this in the consciousness of society. And I noticed that it started stressing some people out. I noticed that it started inspiring some people. I know that I was kind of like, personally for me and my wife, we were kind of like a mixed bag. We were like stressed out on certain levels, but really inspired to get motivated and moving on other areas of our life, which is what we, why we launched our Kaizen Living, which is why I launched this podcast again, uh, the YouTube channels. And we just got really motivated. There was a lot of transition going on in our life, though. And it really kind of dawned on me that this pandemic uh, that we all had to deal with on some level, some people it affected more than others, and other people just kept going on with their lives, and that's fantastic. But there was a few things that I wanted to share with you, and that was a theory that I had either picked up on or come across or came up with on my own. I don't really know how it all came, came about, but I called it the three A's. The three A's was a way for me to describe what was happening during this pandemic. One was acceleration. One was amplification. And another one was awakening. And the three A's for me was a really easy way for me to kind of categorize either emotions that I was feeling when I was faced with a challenge or a problem that I needed to solve, I had to put into one of these categories. And so I want to go into what I mean by the three A's. And hopefully that this helps you guys as well. When I say that there was acceleration. The way that I look at the pandemic is that it accelerated things that we already knew were going to happen. For instance, if we all knew that eventually online business was going to continue to grow, well, what happened during the pandemic was you started to see all sorts of businesses moving into the online space. It accelerated that process. We knew that it was going to happen eventually, but it really accelerated that process. And so we started seeing things like Zoom becoming a really big deal, school moved to online, uh, coaching became an online thing, podcasting. It just really accelerated business. Online shopping became a really big deal, obviously, because you started seeing companies like Amazon that just exploded. Um, delivery businesses started exploding. You started seeing this whole movement of online businesses or even businesses that you would never thought were going to be online, move to online spaces. And so it really accelerated that process. I also started noticing that a lot of businesses that shouldn't be in businesses ended up closing their doors. Businesses that were like hanging on by a thread, it just accelerated the closing down process. Businesses that were probably a little bit shady, businesses that weren't really paying attention to their books or their profit margins or how to like grow their business, they eventually had to fold. There was companies that probably had no business <laughs> accelerating their growth and they just crushed it and dominated. Uh, food trucks, I noticed a lot of food trucks just got ramped up. Outdoor venues ramped up. I started seeing the, re, uh, the revival of like the drive-in movie theater ramped up. And it accelerated this process that might have taken a little bit longer, and it just accelerated the inevitable. 
Now that coincides with the second A, and the second A was amplifying. This pandemic really amplified a lot of things that people were avoiding. We started seeing uh, divorce rates go through the roof, uh, suicide rates go through the roof, drug addiction go through the roof, alcoholism going through the roof. We started noticing that a lot of people were forced to be with themselves. They were forced to be with their spouses, and their spouses generally were off to work, or they were off to work, and so they didn't have to be around each other all the time. And then it was like, here you go. You're going to be in a, in a fucking pressure cooker. Have fun. Uh, school, you know, it amplified some of the dysfunction of schoolwork, and it amplified, you know, <laughs> our, our ability as adults to, to solve, you know, middle school grade problems. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. I don't even know what algebra is. Um, but it amplified a lot of things. It amplified depression. It amplified uh, our communication with our, with our loved ones, with our family members, with our children, with our spouses. I think it also amplified a lot of self-talk. What are you really good at? What are you really bad at? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? So this pandemic really amplified that. And I think that you also notice that a lot of people wanted to not lose their spouses and they didn't want to just keep, you know, doing the run-of-the-mill normal thing. And they got, a lot of people got married. A lot of people realized that they didn't want to lose the relationships in their life or their business or they didn't want to lose their, um, their connection or their relationship with God. This pandemic really amplified where people might have been stuck where people were kind of avoiding. And so it amplified all of the weak spots of our businesses and our relationships, and it amplified all of the strong points of our businesses and our relationships. And so that was the second A. The third A, and this is the A that I think is probably the most important because I feel like it inter intertwines itself and kind of interweaves itself into the first two A's. And that was awakening. I can speak for myself I can speak for my family, and I can tell you, and I can also speak for a lot of the people that I've been coaching through this whole process, and I will tell you this, this awakening, 2020, 2021, this awakening has been really, I mean, as, you know, cliche as I'm about to say this, it's been really eye-opening. I think that a lot of people have really awakened to the fact that their connection to their, to their family or their spouses or their businesses or to God, to their spiritual practice, may have been lacking in certain areas where, again, like I said, where it amplified things and then it accelerated this awareness. I think that this awakening really showed us where our priorities are and what we were really serving. And I want to dive into this one thing. When you are living life, you are serving something. You are always serving something. You are either serving truth and love and God, or you are serving, on the opposite side, you are serving ego and self and darkness. There is no in-between. People that try to find the in-between, and trust me, I have been there. <laughs> I 
I'm not, this is not a judgment call. It's just a realization that I had to come to that I am serving something. I think it was like a Bob Dylan song. It's like, you got to serve somebody, right? That's the truth. You are always serving somebody. It's either you're serving yourself or you're serving your community. You're serving your ego or you're serving God. You're serving love or you're serving hate. There is no in between. And I shouldn't say hate. Maybe you're serving fear. There is no in between. And I think that this awakening really kind of triggered people to see what they were serving, what their priorities really are. Are you really serving healthy lifestyle? Are you serving the fast food, you know, the quarantine 15? Are you really serving God? Are you serving some version that's comfortable for you? Are you really serving your discipline or are you serving making excuses and giving yourself leeway? Now, and, and again, for some of you, this is going to trigger you because you're going to be like, well, I'm not a machine and I need to, you know, focus on myself, love. And it's like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But there's a lot of times that we are avoiding what's actually going to make us free, what's actually going to make us feel peace and fulfillment, like true fulfillment, what's actually going to make us feel true love what's actually going to be making us feel connected to God. And we avoid this a lot because it's the normal thing to do. It's not necessarily the natural thing to do, but it is the normal thing to do. In my experience with, through this whole pandemic thing, in my experience, when something would come up, when I was faced with a challenge or when I was faced with a conversation, it was always easy for me to put these into these categories of the three A's. If somebody came to me because their business was suffering, it was like, yeah, this is amplifying your weak spots. And by doing so, it's accelerating the inevitable failure of your business. And then you have to be awake to take accountability because self-awareness is an absolute necessity when looking at your awakening when looking at honesty, when looking at things truthfully. Self-awareness is a must. When somebody would come to me and their business was failing, it was really easy for me to sit there and go, okay, first off, this is amplifying a weak spot. This is the weak spot. And it was really easy to point it out because it was a, we were in a fucking pressure cooker. And then we were able to kind of reverse engineer it into self-awareness and awakening and looking at what are you doing that's creating this weak spot? What are you not doing that's creating this weak spot? Because we can easily engineer the, the timeline of this and say this is accelerating to where your business is going to fail because of this. It was the same way in relationships. It was the exact same way in parenting. These are the things that are amplifying, right? Like, my kids have a shit ton of toys laying all over the ground. Okay, well, I'm getting frustrated. And the inevitability is the accelerated relationship is going to be that I'm going to become the asshole parent and yell at my kids because I just stepped on a fucking Lego or a car or something and it punctured my foot, right? So the idea is, okay, so now that we see, <clears throat> we see the self-awareness of I'm going to lose my temper, or now that we see that this issue, this amplification of there's too many toys on the ground, we can now find a solution to the problem. 
So we don't have to accelerate a bad relationship. We don't have to accelerate into the future of a bad, inevitable relationship. We can solve the problem. And there's a million ways that you can do that. Less toys, more uh, containers for them to have, uh, put away toys before you take out toys. There's a million ways that you could do it. But the beautiful thing is, is that it amplified a problem. We're all in this house together, so it amplified this issue of that my kids had too many Legos or cars or whatever it is laying all over the, all over the ground where, I, where, we, where we walk. I don't know why I just stumbled so badly over my words. So I just wanted to point this out to you and invite you into, if you haven't been facing the three A's, I'm going to encourage you to face the three A's to really look at your life and dissect them into these three A's. Because if you really pay attention, most of the challenges that you're dealing with right now are going to fall into one of these categories. If you're not experiencing challenges right now, go, I don't know, do something else. Don't listen to my fucking podcast. Like, do something else with your life. Don't waste time. But if you're looking to do work and you're looking to become more self-aware and if you're looking to become free within your own definition of what that means then listen up. If you focus on these three things, these three A's, you'll find the majority of your issues, the majority of the challenges that are coming up for you are going to fall into one of these three categories, or maybe two. And inevitably, and inevitably, they're all interconnected. And that's a really important thing for you to understand. But it's going to require work, and it's going to require self-awareness. And self-awareness requires a lot of fucking work. It's not easy. But you have a way of bypassing the inevitable. It doesn't have to accelerate your business into failure. It doesn't have to, to, to accelerate your relationship into divorce or separation. It can accelerate it into a really positive thing, into a really beautiful thing. It just requires you to be self-aware. It requires you to look at what was amplified. It requires you to take accountability which I guess we could add as a fourth A if you really want to do. But it requires accountability, which is awareness, awakening. It requires awakening to yourself to really look at your life, at where things were accelerating and where things were getting amplified. What are you really serving? What are you really putting out into the world? What are you really honoring? And basically, what are you really worshiping? These are the questions that you have to do during a self-audit. These are the things that you have to look at when you're doing a daily self-audit. And for those of you that have signed up for my workshops, that have signed up for my, my weekly newsletter, get ready because this is what we talk about. Self-awareness, self-auditing, really breaking down the stories that we tell ourselves so we have the ability to remain free to where we can at some point not have old shit following us into our future. And that's the whole idea about dismantling your story. So with that said, this is the invitation to all of you. Look at the three A's. Look at what was amplified. Look at what was accelerated. And pay attention to what is really trying to wake you up. 
pay attention to your awakening. And with that said, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I really, really appreciate it. Again, if you could please find me on my website, gentrypetzel.com. If you'd like to participate in a future episode of the podcast, shoot me a text. Call me. My number is 808-430-1688. And last thing, if you could please share this with one of your friends, a loved one, rate it, review it, find me on social media. I would really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Anyhow, thank you so, so much. Have a blessed day.